Hello, welcome everybody to another episode of Casual Creeps with Gorehead Ooh. and the Wiener. Today we're talking about the third episode of them, which covers, I think it's just day four. Yes. The entire episode yeah. is just day four. Yeah. Yeah. It's each episode since the first one has just been one day. Okay. Because the previous cool. one was day, he- just day three. Right, yeah, because the first episode covered day one and day two, which I guess is kind of necessary. Not much exciting yeah. stuff happens during the moving process. It's the happiest point yeah. in, the, in the entire show. I know. Before and they arrive. I wonder if they'll do this every single episode, because this one, again, started with a flashback. Um, yes. Where you mm-hmm. see it ends up being Lucky's dream, Um it's sort of showing a little bit more of what happened in the South mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. Um, we're assuming that Chester has been taken by the creepy white lady. And we are now introduced to a creepy white man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ooh, another creepy the plot person. thickens in a terrible, <laughs> disgusting way. <laughs> yeah. So we don't, we still don't really know what happens, but we just see, I think it was the man picking up the, Picking up Chester out of the crib, um, and then remember we, the word just... you said a very. They say a very specific line. What did the they flashback. say? They say uh, the woman says "cat in a bag." Ah, yeah, cat in a bag. Didn't didn't catch that. So well, yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> remember that. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, I mean, I I feel like throughout watching this. Um, my TV was glitching out a little bit, so I think I missed a okay. few things here and there. Um, Spark yeah. shooting out of the side of it. And the, the dog I was dog-sitting was getting annoyed that I wasn't paying attention to him, so he would stand in front of the TV. <laughs> like, come on! Doing important <laughs> research! Yes, this is, very, this is very important stuff. <laughs> Super important! For our um, singular <laughs> amount of fans, we must get this out here. We must report. They're relying on us, okay? Yeah, we need to Jesus. report on this. Just yeah. a dumb dog, you'll get it. <laughs> so stuff. it starts out, starts out with that flashback, and then we cut back to reality, and Lucky is getting out of bed. And I noticed the abundance of Dutch angles during this sequence where she's getting out of bed and the camera is just like tilting and then tilting the other way. And you just, you feel that sense of unease as she's like, clearly something's not right with her. She doesn't wake up looking like she had a peaceful night. She looks like she's pretty uh, on edge. Yeah, and <laughs> she has uh, a pretty intense stare. That actress is really good at looking, just staring intensely. <laughs> I know. And all right, and I remember this. She so she's out of bed, and then she goes outside. Um, oh, yes. I'm pretty sure this is the next thing that happens, and she's you see her like crisp white linens like hanging out yeah, on a yeah. clothesline, and then you just hear like a. A pissing sound, and yep, you yep, see like the stain of piss is growing on her white sheet, and it's some little kid just taking a piss. Yeah, literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah, and uh, oh, the scene really frustrated me because she was just basically ran at the kid to get him to go away, and the kid picks up a stick and is like threatening her with this stick, and she just grabs the stick out of his hand, like, "What are you doing?" 
Yeah, like, I'm a grown kid... woman, you're a tiny child, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. And then the kid freaks out, and she chases him with the stick. Oh, I know, it's, like, great, and, like, you totally want her, like, <laughs> oh. do that, but then you also know just, like, how the How stupid, bad it's gonna uh, look. Yeah, yeah, how they're just gonna use it against her, and it's like, oh, no, it's like, you can't even, yeah. like, you can't even react the way that anyone else probably would react if they found a kid pissing on their like... clothes. You can't win. I feel like if you're in any other neighborhood, um, it would people would not react that badly. It's just like, I mean, it, well, it doesn't look great to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like a grown woman yeah. chasing this... a kid with a stick down the street. Yeah, yeah. It's like maybe. But... Yeah, yeah. It's like I can understand how that wouldn't look great, but it also it's like they've already done so much shit to to her and her oh, family 100%. that that it's totally. I feel like. Oh, I wish you just beat the shit out of that little kid, but you know it's like, oh, and it's not way, gonna be good for you. The way that the housewives are reacting to are making it seem like she's threatening their kid with like a gun or a knife, because like they're, you just see like um, it intercutting with the faces of the housewives going, like, oh my yeah, god, it's like it's like a horrifying moment, and then yeah, they're just, and oh then she god. just drops the stick and just like realizes how bad this looks, and she just power walks back to her house and with just this intense moment of these housewives just staring her down as she's walking down this yeah. road back and it's just like oh <laughs> it's just so sad and then it's like this poor woman it's like okay but then she probably she gets like the uh she then she goes back in the house and i think that's when she phones up like uh her husband's cousin and they start chatting yes. on the phone and uh she decides to like go out and see them and that's like the like the, the the probably the happiest moment, one of the happiest moments of the I show know. when she, she gets, gets off out. The bus and it's just like you see everybody is saying hello to everybody. Everyone is like chatting with each other and it's it's like yeah, it's a neighborhood of all colored people and it oh it just seems so much nicer. They're very yeah, they're the well it's just you you just don't have she doesn't have to worry about some psycho block committee exactly. coming over to her house and like blasting just, radios and you it's the one relieved. moment where yeah she can be herself like you can tell that she has just like this exactly she can ex- yeah exhale a, for the first yeah, time yeah that's the right word she can exhale she can walk around the street without fear of judgment or mm-hmm. you know fear of having yeah. to put on a face she can just be herself and she knows she's got family and friends that live out there so it's like okay why why didn't you like? Why didn't you move to this neighborhood? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, like, you I know. Yeah, like you should have just uh, gone there. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's West Compton that she goes to, just based off the conversation that she okay. has later in it. But uh, yeah, it's just she goes and sees her husband's cousin, and they have like a big party, and they have like a bunch of family there, and everyone's so happy, and and yeah. and they're just yeah, they'd have like she actually has like a genuinely good time with like like her like extended family and uh she has like she stays for dinner and it's all wonderful and but then uh they keep the one uh cousin starts mentioning uh her son chester and talking about him and and like what she'll like cut his hair in the future and she just like says nothing and you can just see all of a sudden she just kind of changes and gets like yeah it's like she gets pale yeah yeah 
Like, okay, so clearly nobody knows about her past. Nobody knows about yeah. what happened to Chester. Like, she hasn't told anybody. And she just mm-hmm. kind of, like, forgot about it and moved on. It's almost, like, you get the impression that well, she, she wanted to forget about, about it. it. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, she can't talk about it. She's trying to move past it without having to deal with it. And it's like, okay, yeah. something happened. And not only that, but you also learn about the history of the house that she moved into because one of the cousins brings up oh, and was like yes. did it wasn't there a black family that lived there before it's like i heard that the wife skimmed the children alive and the husband was murdered and it was like yeah what? and it was just kind of brushed off like the the one girl look the cousin i think or i don't know some one of her family yeah. members is just yeah like, it tries to like shut it up it, yeah not, yeah. Don't bring that well, up. Like, why are yeah, you, why well, are you saying that? One of them wishes him her luck, good luck to like if yeah. she's living in East Compton, and yeah, that's when they bring up the story. And yeah, well, because it kind of sounds slightly unbelievable because he says like, oh, she mummified their heads and turned them into like tiny. Yeah, that's right. Heads. Shrunk their heads. Yeah, shrunk their heads. Yeah. yeah, it's like that's what happens. So like, if white people push uh, push us too hard, and it's like, I don't think that would happen. I don't think people would mummify think their children's the point heads. Of the story, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but at the like, same time, like there has been indications, kind of I guess throughout the episode so far that something did happen at that place, and there's some sort yeah. of reason to to not <laughs> not want to be there. Like it's kind of haunted. There's some weird shit going on in there. Well, and that yeah. leads into uh, weird haunted shit. Leads into Lucky's next scene after she gets all this wonderful news and freaks out, and she leaves the party. Oh, I should say before we, sorry, before we get there, she leaves the party because she's triggered by, um, there's someone there has a baby and it looks a lot like Chester. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then that triggers the, some of the memories of Chester and she's like, I have to go. I've got to go. And she doesn't explain. She just like powers, powers herself out, powers herself out of this, power walks (laughs) I'm going to power myself out of this room now. She books it. She books it yeah, out of the yeah. party. Doesn't say anything. And you can tell there's some, like, she clearly has some shit she hasn't dealt with in the past. She <laughs> yeah, yeah the she's bug. got, the camera also just goes, like, super, like, wonky, like, kind of like when yeah. characters are on drugs. Like, she's just, like, the room is wobbled and blurry. Yeah. And she's not doing great. She's having a bad time. Not doing time. well. So <laughs> that happens. And then, yeah, then she catches the bus back to her home. Yes, yes, back to her home where she just is sitting there in the pouring rain and uh, she gets on the bus and then it's, uh, she falls asleep and uh, I don't know if she, I don't think she dreams of anything. I think she just falls asleep and then kind of wakes. Yeah, well, um, it looks like it's a dream of, of like, stuff yeah, oh, yeah, 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 well, yeah, because she wakes up and every, there was like a bunch of people on the bus originally and then she wakes up and she's the only person on the bus and, uh, there's no driver and uh, she sees this uh, very tall creepy man just sitting in front of her and uh, like wearing old I don't know like 1800s clothing like kind of cowboy ish yeah and uh, yeah he's got uh, he gets up and looks at her and he has like this super messed up face it looks like it's kind of like burned yeah, it looks possibly. And he's got like wraps weird. on his hands, but he's like this super tall, skinny dude wearing like all black and has this black rimmed hat. And uh, he, 
I don't know if he starts, I don't think he says anything to her, but he just kind of maybe starts like mumbling or something. And he like throws her all around the bus, essentially, with his psychic ghost powers. Yeah. Essentially, then... he uses his psychic ghost powers to throw her around the bus. Yeah, okay. I wrote that he looks like a creepy pastor. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. Kind of yeah, very... it was very strange. And uh, there's like also these hands that are trying to pull her down. Uh, oh, I didn't that notice come that. Up. Yeah, so she's she falls down, and you see like these white hands like gripping her and pulling her down, oh, and then it kind of okay. cuts to what it looks like in reality, and it, you just see her with yeah, nothing her... around her, yeah. clearly being pulled down by something. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. That would make a lot more sense for the later scene then, because I was wondering. Why she kept talking about hands being uh, pulled on her, and that makes a lot yeah. more sense. <laughs> so yeah, she, she has unfortunately a terrible incident with a spooky ghost, and, and uh, yeah. <laughs> something I also noticed when she um, when she wakes up on the bus alone, like you can see her reflection, and her reflection is moving separately from her. Okay, it's like, okay, it's like yeah. They kind of look at each other, and yeah, I was like, what is that? What does that mean? I wasn't sure about that. I was trying to figure it out if if she if her reflection was doing a different thing than herself. Because, yeah, I, I noticed it in the breathing, because I couldn't see her breathing as heavy as, as her character, as the, the window reflection. Yeah, it kind of made like, me feel like maybe there's a part of her that's being possessed. So, like, her her real self is sort of losing grip with who she is. Yeah. And you see like her actual self in the um, reflection. And there's like a slight difference now where it's like her real, her self presented to reality is kind of um, fading or like maybe yeah. there's a mask to it. Who knows? I don't know what it's trying to uh, say. Yeah. But yeah. Like, maybe, well... like she, maybe her herself, like her real self is trapped somehow because it sort I of think just it might be like, like her... a, might be like a mental illness thing because you know Maybe. there's kind of a, a there's well because there's like this ongoing theme about people calling her crazy like ever since like the episode it where could the be like come. schizophrenia or something because oftentimes yeah. with that disease you have sort of diff like disassociated two, personality disso yeah just disassociating yeah. that's a good way to put it yeah. where it's like it feels like you have more than one personality um yeah. well and, and you can literally see shit that isn't there too so yeah you gotta worry exactly. about that so. so it could have just been yeah just like a just to help with the feeling of unease and dissociation possibly yeah. is why they were in there but i thought that was kind of a cool detail to yeah, add with yeah. the trippiness i guess of the situation yeah creepy old pastor man and like <laughs> your double yeah. reflection and and then that's so, yeah. well and then there's a really another cool shot with her actually after that is because the bus driver calls the cops on her and yes. <laughs> she gets uh, brought home by the friendliest cop in the show i guess where he's yeah it's like sergeant. i don't know yeah he's 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 okay he's still condescending as shit but very he's very condescending. Yeah, yeah yeah he's very 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 condescending and definitely 
has a superiority complex over her but there but the shot itself she's sitting in the back seat and he's in the front seat and i really don't know like how they achieved it exactly it's really because cool. it's like the the camera is panning but somehow keeps them both in equal portions of the screen where they both yeah. take up 50 percent, but the camera is panning like kind of around them but still keeping yeah. them so it's like outside of the car and goes over what would be like part of a car but it disappears and keeps showing them and it's like oh that's I'm like oh, i wonder it how they did that <laughs> continuously panning too because it kind of starts like very um basic where you you do see the cop more in the foreground and she's in the mm. background but then it continues to pan and it's almost like they it almost looks like it's dissolving between them but it's they have part of the vehicle or like the line of the window or something that's yeah. separating them and the way that it pans it just like it's so seamless it doesn't look like it's real like it's sort of yeah. comped in there somehow but it, <laughs> yeah, it's so good i don't know how they did it yeah really yeah interesting yeah they they must have done some sort of comping where like yeah they they inserted like her or something almost because yeah it's yeah. so but they blended it so well where it's kind of like dreamlike so it's all kind of blurry around yeah it is very dreamlike it was really cool but yeah there's the cop does say after kind of having this talk with her he's like yeah. um your behavior is starting to paint a picture is um, what he says to her it was yeah. like great uh, yeah yeah and he's like you, you want me to be on your side right like that's it's like if you don't want me to if you make me take sides you want me to be on your side don't you and yeah something like that yeah and, and i i wrote during this sequence that the cinematography was like um sliding back and forth between like shadow cuts and inter intercutting frames and mm -hmm. the way that they framed lucky oftentimes was sort of helping to, to make her feel trapped because she was always enclosed in something Yes, um, yes. Whether it's just like... the framing or the back seat, it was always like she was very like close up, like her face was very much. Yeah, um, yeah. Closed and off. Yes, definitely. She felt very confined and like just yeah. super freaked out from what just happened to her. So she doesn't even really say much. Like the only thing she says is like, "I'm not crazy." Yeah. And then yeah. She, once the guy finally lets her out of the car after telling her that. It's like, you know, you just have to make them feel safe. Yes. Like, it's up to her to it's win It's up to approval. her to make the housewives feel safe. Yeah, like, not, not yeah. like, make them want to do terrible shit to you. It's like, like oh. it's her problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just because I moved into this neighborhood, now I have to, like, just bend over backwards for these terrible people. And, yeah. yeah. She, she leaves the car and then goes inside and uh, has a has a chat with her her husband about the day and uh, she kind of like reveals to him that she thinks the house is like off and bad and yeah that that she essentially got attacked by a ghost she told him and like I think all she says to him is like you believe me right it's like I need yeah. you to tell me that and I don't know he that doesn't say anything yeah he yeah. she says too that um there's something wrong with this place. Like basically, mm. essentially she wants to leave and yeah. Henry's just kind of doesn't really believe her. I think he still has the mentality of like, we need to tough this out. Like I know it's hard, mm. but we need to keep <clears throat> trying. 
Like yeah. You can tell he's really trying to have a positive attitude about this place. Like really. Yeah. To... Yeah. And and even, I guess like, you know, just thinking about it now, it's like when she says it's like, there's something wrong with this place. It, it might not even necessarily mean like necessarily like supernatural. Just the fact that there's all these horrible people that are constantly yeah, threatening their family. Everything. Uh, like it's, it's not, not just yeah. ghosts. It's also exactly. terrible racist white people that are just yeah like trapping their family and harassing them on a daily basis yeah just horrific things yeah it's like oh so yeah they're to, they uh they try to make that's essentially lucky's uh story through the that's episode. her story yeah and, yeah and i guess at, at the beginning lucky sees uh a note from her her husband and family saying that they went out yeah, he went out right. with the girls and uh they kind of then cut to what they're doing and uh, they're having a grand old day, you know, well, going TV this was say, like, shopping. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily the happiest. I mean, it is a happier episode, but it's still like in the grand scheme of things. It's like still, still like there's some menacing qualities to the episode, but overall, it was like a nice, fresh. Yeah. Breath yeah. Air. Compared to the previous episodes, it's like this one feels happier. Then. yeah yeah which which I, I i kind of understand now because of what it also uh, coming oh up. what's to come because <laughs> um, yeah. it also feels like this episode is a little bit of a in-between episode like it's trying yeah. to tie points it's together setting, so setting stuff up I yeah think this is, is very much a this setup episode. episode it's establishing um, certain things i don't want to exactly say what but yeah just knowing what happens it is definitely like the episode that kind of readies the ground for the final act sort of like okay like because that's what it feels like yeah this episode is very much cutting between character to character um and just you know like adding more depth to the story so this pops around a lot so we're just kind of like going over each character's story but uh it it transpires a lot differently in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this hopefully but, makes it a little more clear. So yeah, yeah, we can cut to to Henry's to Henry's story now, where he's going TV shopping with the girls. Yeah, and it's like this happy time, and uh, they're talking to the TV guy. And he's pretty nice. Uh, has a few oh. racist moments, or it's cringe, very cringy, and it's just like you it just kind of it just kind of like i don't know this show's really good at establishing just how commonplace racism is and how it's just completely a part part of their culture and no matter where they go even if someone's trying to treat them with respect they can't help but be racist because it's ingrained in how they were taught it's it's just they they truly believe that these racist facts that are completely ridiculous and you know yeah, to, it's you really tell to anybody it's yeah because like he says at one point um i bet you have a hundred cousins that would love to come over and watch this on your new tv and yeah. you can see henry's face and the girl's face like what the hell what does that even mean yeah why, and, uh, why would we have so many cousins why would why would you say that and i remember yeah at the end when he buys the tv he uh he's like um here here's a here's a tip for you i'm sure your hundred cousins would appreciate it yeah yeah that was great like, a little little, a little fuck you to him and, and the guy's the just like, mm. like yeah 
What the fuck you was that comment? Waddle off to your back room, you son of a bitch. Smoking yeah. a cigarette. It's like, so and, yeah, uh, they leave. And then they, they go. There is the... also another part, sorry, in the TV oh. place where um, Henry, oh, yes. he hallucinates. Like, it, because I don't think it was actually playing on the TV, but it cuts to him seeing uh, blackface shows on yeah. the TV, which yeah. still, I think, fairly commonplace back then. Oh, yes, so yes. So just the, yeah. There's, like, this it, famous movie where, like, a white guy becomes a black guy, and that's the premise of the movie. Oh, <laughs> it's It's yeah. really bad. And it's just so, uh, the way that it was filmed was very, um, just... Different. <laughs> aggressive yeah um, yeah, yeah. it's like he has this very creepy makeup on and uh he's just staring at him yeah <laughs> so it's just that all in the back of his head and all those racist things that are around him during this mm. moment in time are always ever present so that's just a moment where <laughs> he himself was racist. yeah <laughs> he was kind of imagining that happening i think probably after the comment probably is what triggered him to to see that um but they get the tv they're getting it delivered in two hours which i'm like wow such service (laughs) um (laughs) then they go and they get a they go to a diner right yeah yeah they go to a like a soda shop and nice uh, yeah they get themselves some root beer floats and uh yeah. that lady just seems to be nice to her i don't i didn't notice any racism uh no, they, they, it just, was they more... just got to sit down at the front counter where they're yeah. like where do we sit because the kids ask where do we sit and he's like you know right up in the front and so it's just, yeah it's nice. it's nice that nothing like no one moved away from them or anything like exactly. they actually just got I treated like customers that that was just sort of showing that they're like what they're used to is just so different. Yeah. Um, not kinda, being able it, to sit up front. Yeah. It, it does show that like, even though all of these terrible things are currently happening to them, it is still better than where they came from because where they came That's from true. is, is like mountain, you know, hundreds of times worse because anybody could just kill them at any time, pretty much essentially down there. So it's, it's like, right. okay. Yeah. It, People are shitty to us, but they're not shooting at us or trying to hang us from trees. So I guess that's something. <laughs> right. It's the, the Jim Crow South yeah, laws yeah, back like, then where it was like, you can't go into a soda shop. You can't do anything unless it's like specifically for. Yeah. Like, well, well, I'll, I'll just say a future show that we may be watching on this casual time. Casual may, creeps. Yeah, maybe uh, Lovecraft County, which also is oh, a yeah. amazing show, which has horror, but is also very topical of like racism in the 50s in the South because it's, it's strung into the show because Lovecraft is a very famous racist. So uh, it, it's actually like, I think like a... a an African-American woman wrote this book called Lovecraft County. And it's about Lovecraft stuff mixed with racism in the South in like the, the forties okay. and fifties. And so That's it's a cool. really interesting combination. And uh, yeah, they get into how, how bad it is. It's like, there's like, there was counties down there where if uh, you were an African-American person driving after night, they could just capture the cops could just run you down and lynch you. 
Like that was just a what thing. The you, fuck? Need, you need to get out of this county by nightfall. But the cops following them the whole time and says you cannot speed. If you speed, I will pull you over and then I'll arrest you and kill you, essentially. So they have to drive oh, the shit. speed limit while trying to get to the edge of the county while the sun is setting. <laughs> so, oh, my God. So, yeah, that's that's what made me think. I'm like, well, it's not that bad. <laughs> but it's, it's still, still pretty great. shitty, but it's, it's still... you're not dying because you're speeding, I guess. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Still <laughs> Like guys, like the people, white people were so terrible, and still. Yes, I hate. I, I, yes. Makes me feel so ashamed. What white guilt? Yeah. Yes, I'm Dutch, so we were the Dutch were real big into the slave slavery stuff. I'm. I'm gonna assume (laughs) that I have. There's actually a statue that was taken down with my last name on it because of he used to be a slave owner. And I'm like, what the fuck? I changed my last name. Uh, Somehow there, there is a world, a possible possibility that uh, you are related to that person. Yeah, I just don't even. Yeah. Yeah, just feel ashamed watching the show. Yeah, yeah, it just the show just like sends you on a shame spiral. <laughs> I know, it's like I, I don't know, it just like it's so conflicting. What do I do? How do I? <laughs> like I'm so sorry for these fictional characters. It's like oh, how do I? How do I make up for my shitty ancestors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know just like is there it's like what it does like did i say sorry to somebody just like, uh, yeah, a nice gift I... basket or something oh god yeah <laughs> yeah so uh yeah, yeah i'm just yeah. happy that i i didn't in my best of knowledge i don't have any openly racist members of my family from at least two generations before me so <laughs> at least happy that to is say good. yeah it's like didn't grow up with a bunch yes. of horrible racists, so I'm happy about that. My direct family is not racist at all. Yeah, it's just like my <laughs> ancestors. I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. I just assume. Well, I'm not going to repeat it, but my dad grew up with a very different version of "Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo, Catch a Tiger by the Toe." Oh God, I can only. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Insane. I, I can kill him. Oh, I'm not going to. <laughs> But Good. let's carry on with the show. Yes. They're having a great time with their Sony Pops floats, and uh, they, uh, they they don't really have too much of a story. Then they come home, and oh yes, well they come home, and the the dad gets the TV, and he decides to set up the the antenna himself, and he's up there doing his thing, and then oh, some... there's a part beforehand though. Oh, oh so when oh, the, yes. the the TV gets delivered, remember mm-hmm. the the delivery men? They're all colored people. Oh yes, and they're yes. just like warning him that these these people. Oh yeah, good luck. Will kill you. Yeah, good luck. Like, these people. Yeah, Aren't they're dangerous. Insane. Is basically <laughs> yeah. what he's saying, and he like still Henry does not seem overly concerned by this and as like viewers you're just like yeah man the fuck there's so many people warning you about living in this neighborhood you should maybe consider just leaving (laughs) well and you yeah and you start to you start to wonder as well like like henry must have been told about these things before he bought the house i have to imagine if it had in the contract saying that you cannot sell to 
colored blood basically yes yeah yeah the blood contract or whatever it was called it's really weird yeah and and they uh yeah it's it's it's, i think he's almost like trying to be woefully ignorant trying to like just assume everything will be okay if he can power through it it's like he's trying to prove that he can can fight against all odds and basically just uh integrate into general society over here and is just trying to fight his way past all of this horrific racism and just somehow integrate and it's just it's not working it's not going great it's not going great so far you've chosen the worst neighborhood possible to, to try this out like at least go to somewhere a little bit um less shitty yeah you got you have this like horrible like nazi-esque woman living across the street from you it's like and you are literally the only black family in this entire neighborhood it's like i don't know it's not a great pioneering seem very accepting oh i know it's just like oh it's just 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 go it's like oh good luck luck. that's what everyone keeps telling them just good luck that's all i can say it's like good luck with that all right but yeah then then he decides to start setting it up, and he goes up onto his his roof. His roof, where his uh, his uh, the the husband of the little bastard that pissed on the uh, sheet comes over. The husband his... of the little bastard. You mean the father? <laughs> yeah, the father. The husband. Oh, no. the <laughs> The husband of the mother of the little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so they're very, very different there, you know, in in breeding and young boy boy husbands, <laughs> young yeah, boy brides. Young, young boy brides. Young boy brides. That's the type of neighborhood it is the husband of the young boy. <laughs> Anyways, we know. Yeah, the father, (laughs) the father of the uh, little bastard. There we go. Right, uh, (laughs) lineage there. Uh, Yeah, so he uh, comes over with uh, his his two buddies, and uh, they throw a beer can at poor Henry while he's trying to set up his uh, TV antenna on his roof, and his little girl's just playing, and the beer can falls beside her, and she's just kind of looking at him like, "What the hell are you doing here?" And you know, he tells her to get in the house and. They have a, a very tense standoff where they want they kind of order him to come down and he doesn't do it. And then he says, they're like, do we have to come up there? And he's like, oh, if you come up here, you're going to come down a lot faster than he came up. Yeah. And, and uh, it's, it's funny, too, because the guy is like, your your wife beat my son or something like that. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Laid and, hands. And Henry's laid like, hands. laid hands on my son. And Henry's like, did she actually touch your son though? And he, the guy was like, "No, but but she scared him real good." And it's like, yeah. oh come on, oh pussy! She's like going to hit him so bad, like you should hit your son, lay hands on him. Yeah, so they they kind of right from the beginning are just you can kind of tell they're more bluster, more bark than bite, and they they oh, think sure. because there's three of them that they can be intimidate him, and he is very much not intimidated. He's also holding a hammer, so yeah. it's like I would put my money on Henry in this situation because Henry and 
real he, pissed you off. Can, it, they did that same thing too, where it's like the the seeing red type of a situation yeah. coming from Henry's perspective. Not that things turn red, but you can see his face is just shaking. filled with rage. He's shaking. <laughs> it's like when you are so angry that you're hot headed, and yeah, your yeah. vision starts to kind of get a little bit shaky. And, yeah. Um, thing it's like a tunnel vision kind of he's getting that sort of rage just because of this incessant racism that keeps happening yeah and he's kind of reached his are, tipping point <laughs> he started to reach his tipping point where you can tell it's like if they p- kept pushing him if they kept pushing him he could have snapped like that oh yeah yeah <laughs> jump down and beat the shit out of them like he was so close yeah well that's what he that's what he says too he's like it's like if i come down it'll be the same and same story but it'll just take a little longer and yes, uh yeah. and also it's kind of where uh racism works in his advantage where the guy literally thinks that he has the strength of a gorilla he's like you know it's like they have the strength of a gorilla it's like the fuck did, like why would he have the strength of a gorilla compared to any other human being like he's just a person and so they're terrified of him essentially and uh he's he, he says they keep ordering to come down and he just tells them he's like just ask me to come down just so that i'm 100 percent sure what you're asking for when i give it to you yes <laughs> and they, that's pretty much the the breaks their backbone uh they just kind of like pathetically say like well just stay away from my kid and i'll do something yeah. bad if you do it again it's like so empty and hollow of a thread at that point and then they just kind of scuttle off and yeah yeah, and again, that's... it's like the you can see sort of the um, the the way that the different husbands are are acting towards Henry, like the yeah. one dude who's the father of the the bastard <laughs> bastard kid um, <laughs> is the most aggressive, and he is the most um, racist. And then it yeah. kind of falters as it goes back because there's three of them, and the second one is just kind of like standing um, there, like kind of like. Um, midge is to to betsy is like the yeah. right hand man yeah. and then there's clark who is just kind of like begrudgingly there he doesn't say anything of, yeah he doesn't he's it seems like he kind of feels shitty but he's just doing it and yeah uh, well because he, he is the one well, well he actually has the only only moment of humanity between the white guys as he says well let him explain his side of the story and then exactly. they're like yeah, yeah. what side would he have like what what why would he have a side to his story and so clark is like you can tell he's like yeah. god he's just there because his fucking terrible bitch of a wife is constantly yes. forcing him to do these things and he's just and doing his it neighbors yeah, yeah, and his neighbors, but definitely Betsy. She's just definitely um, Betsy. Like, why the fuck are you with Betsy? You seem like a decent person for the time. A, yeah, yeah, for the time. Yeah, for the time and the awful, location. Awful, 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 awful woman. So yeah, that's the end of that fun TV sequence. But then it's happy again because they're, they're watching. They got TV dinners, and, yeah. and you get to see you get to see Henry actually happy and interacting with someone that yeah. he can actually be a human being around where he's like laughing on the phone with his cousin and that's like, right yeah that was so nice those, to see just, oh this I think that's the first time he actually is like just a, he's gets relaxed to be he's a being relaxed himself person. yeah <laughs> he's actually is a happy just, person but yeah, racist nice dickheads aren't constantly fucking with him exactly and it was really cute seeing him sit with his daughters and like 
Of course, TV. Gracie's the super cute one sitting there, and the TV turns on. She's like clapping her hands. Yeah. <laughs> and she does on. the she does the cute little kid thing of the dad says, "Don't touch it. It's hot." And she immediately oh, tries yes. to touch it. I was like, "Oh, that's wonderful." That's like, that I was such a cute a moment because then yeah. the sister is just uh, Ruby is like, "He literally just said, don't touch it." And I was <laughs> like, like, yeah, which is like a perfect little little moment perfect. between the sisters. Like, oh. You get to act like a normal family, just, you know, that's exactly Super what, cute. you know, you'd get to do when you're not constantly being harassed by people. Get to burn yourself on things because you're an idiot little child. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's the stuff you need to be focused that. on. I did that with a stove once when I was little. My mom's like, don't touch it, it's still hot. And I'm like, oh my god, it's hot. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I feel like every child has done that, where it's like just to spite your Don't whatever believe it. your parents yeah. said. It's like probably not hot. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. They've only been alive for like thirty-five years, yeah. and I've been alive for seven. I think I, I know, know better. better than them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what's going on. Stupid. So yeah, they have a happy little moment, and nothing terrible happens to the children. Pretty much the entire episode. They just get to live their day and uh, and yeah. then essentially they go to sleep because the mom doesn't get home until a little later because of her uh, little bus incident. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I don't know if anything extra happens between Henry and to Henry. No, I think that's it. The rest is um, the housewives and the husbands. Yes. yes, the housewives, which which is my only singular, <laughs> single note. For the entire episode, which I wrote down, which was the, I'm now noticing, because I never noticed the first time watching it, but the trend of disgusting drinks that these housewives, like, consume throughout the day. And it, the oh. scene just starts with uh, Betsy just being like, oh, it's called a bull shot. It's vodka, beef stock, and Worcestershire sauce. And she just, and it's in this, like, very, very ornate crystal glass. And they're yeah. all sitting around in their, like, dresses, and this gives it to this housewife who just starts drinking it, and she's like, of course it tastes like shit. Like, yeah, Ugh. and it's funny, because this sequence is sort of, um, it comes immediately after Lucky is having a really great time at that party. Yeah. And so you sort of, you see the contrast between the housewives and Lucky, and you, you know, the two different communities where it's like, okay, there's... Um, this family it's like everyone loves each other it's a huge family and they're all yeah. having a great time sitting around a table drinking good liquor and like eating yeah. food being jolly having conversations and then it cuts to betsy being like <laughs> it's called a bull shot oh, and then you yeah. see the the housewife take like drink it down and she's just like looks like she's about to vomit yeah so nasty so, i can't even imagine i like it, it's and it's Sorry. Yeah, it's funny that they've really paid attention to the diets and stuff of the housewives in this era because there's yes. no shortage of weird ass diets from that era and being thin was just like That's their job. It was, it almost, was part um, of their job almost. There was like this it's famous now, but it was sort of see like this type of propaganda of these ads that would be put out of stuff that would keep you thin and now oh, we know yeah. that the stuff they would do is like one speed cocaine yeah, yeah. Like, it, but it was sold as diet pills and yeah. then another one was just like just eat sugar it's low in calories and it's like yeah you could just eat sugar diabetes um, but it, 
you would get sick from it and also it's just like it makes you hungry because yeah. that's what sugar does they didn't know that and they would basically just starve themselves like that's generally what the diets were back then oh yeah to trick your body into feeling full essentially is that well like they had like the t-zone the doctor would prescribe you cigarettes like you gotta you gotta gotta enhance your (laughs) t-zone just some make-believe bullshit that kind of exists in your chest so weird and like there's a great diet i remember where you would just eat grapefruit and like mid the egg diet from last so, episode. Yeah, I, I really, I'm, I'm going to be following this throughout all the other episodes to see if there's an ongoing trend. See what of their disgusting, weird diets were. Yeah, yeah disgusting food no and shortage. drinks. Yeah, so that was great. And then, then Betsy goes and has this, and again, she is the only one that is passionate about like hating yeah. the Emerys. She like, is passionate about it. And everyone else just doesn't really care. <gasps> They, they don't really care. don't. Like, they want to talk about anything else but it, essentially. Even the mother of of the kid, you know, that peed on the, the sheet, yeah. she was just, she, you know, she was kind of okay with it. Like, you know, like, her kid well, was being a little him. shit. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we've exactly. given him the belt many times. <laughs> like, they talk about how much they've beaten their child. Oh, so they did. know he's a little bastard. So they're not, they're like, yeah, I, I believe that he would have pissed on her or done something shitty enough to, to have a woman chase him with a <laughs> stick, essentially. That. But Betts is just like, did anyone... Does does yeah. anyone forget that you know she was she was running around with a stick and then last time she had a gun? <laughs> did, did people just forget about that? And it was just like, she's oh my just, god. She's smiling she's, the whole time too, and I just oh I hate her face so much. Just she's really whole like she's p- trying to paint a picture of this false villain that this woman yeah. is really and really she's just a woman that's being pushed too far it's like and yeah and, and they understand doing like, anything it's like, okay she yeah. just chased him with a stick it's like okay well yeah it's like their dog got their neck broken so yeah. that makes sense like, that no she one, probably waved her gun around thinking that we did it so no one stopped to think about why or at least bets has never no. stopped to think about why she's acting the way she is she's just she's placing those moments in a false reality of her just trying to attack people you know yeah. and it's like oh there's, there's no instigation towards it at all she's just trying to hurt us for no reason it's like no 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 there's she's, many she's, many reasons yeah. why she's doing this towards she's, you she's, specifically yeah it's like you fucking antagonize the shit out of her of course she's gonna direct it at you you dickheads like but she just sees all of her actions as so justified that she yeah, doesn't understand why she'd be upset because what she's doing is exactly what she thinks she has to do yeah and then up. i guess the next housewife and i don't know the community the white community scene is when it's like an actual meeting um of... before that we introduced the milkman Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about the milkman. Yeah, the milkman, which uh, he's a new character, uh, which I will say he will come back. <laughs> the milkman. Okay, is, uh... it was like that's a random dude. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? He's like, okay, they wouldn't just like introduce this for no reason, but you can kind of tell that uh, 
Betsy maybe has a thing for the milkman. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, oh, it, how cliche. <laughs> I, it's so funny. It's like, it sets it up. the milkman. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so when milkmen were a thing, which is so weird. Someone would deliver you your milk. Like, you still go grocery shopping. Why do you also yeah. need your milk? Can you just buy it there? Did they not sell milk at It might have been, stores? like, just from farms. Who knows? Like... Yeah, well, he does, well, and the milkman does talk about a farm and invites yes, Midge or Betsy to uh, come up to the farm sometime, and uh, that's where uh, there's a little uh, little flirtation between the milkman like, and her. And insinuated that he wants he <laughs> wants her to come, and Hello. he's like, "Oh, so are you are you saying that a married woman should come on her own?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, 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 I'm not saying that. And then and she's, she's like. like oh! yeah right and so she's like all right well i'll tell my husband clark and maybe one time yeah. we'll, we'll pop by the farm and he's like yes you are always welcome and and, and your husband yeah yeah like <laughs> yeah so uh yeah that's a that's a, that'll be uh just keep that in your memory bucket <laughs> put it in your memory pocket for later yeah and uh well and then also going to what you were talking about at the when they go to the community center he's also there as well uh, supporting her okay. in the crowd he looks out to her after her moment which you can describe if you like oh yes it was very enjoyable this moment it's oh, like God, she her. she actually reminds me the of uh, oh i forget her that character's name if anyone has seen midnight mass there's that one woman who gets very, you know, who I'm talking about? Oh the, yeah, like, yeah. The the the, the, the very religious yeah. woman. Um, yeah. And she ends up. Yeah, I don't remember her name, but she is obviously like the villain antagonist. She's definitely um, the greatest the villain of the show. Oh, she's awful. But she has a speech like like this, where it's very. Um, she yeah, just absolves herself of all of her sins, where she just like talks about how this is like what you're doing it for God and the apostles of Jesus never questioned what he did. And, so how could you question very, the new God? Yeah, essentially, exactly. it's like this is, and she just like drinks the Kool Aid immediately and is fully She's like on a cult board. leader. Yeah, it's she. Yeah. She reminds me yes. of a cult leader, and that's that's what Betsy is reminding me of in this moment. So this meeting is like it's a basically a gathering. Yeah, community. Um, thing. To to uh, the meeting of the minds of the of, yeah. of the community to minds. to try to brainstorm ideas on how to racist brainstorming out. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it seems like. So the one it is husband, that's hundred percent what it is. Well, the guy, the one, the one guy, very much shouts it at the beginning. It's like they're like, "Why are we here?" And the one guy just I'm not going to say what he says, but uh, yeah, he very basically to get him out yeah. and the 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 main dude that goes up he's i think he's the the most racist one that is like yeah, the he threw father the beer of the stick kid henry yeah the yeah. father no, no, of no, the he's stick not kid. the no he's not the father of the no? stick kid stick kid father oh. was the red shirt guy this is middle guy <laughs> oh the middle like, dude okay yeah yeah they're like middle ground guy is still racist yeah. but not as racist okay <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> They all look the same except for Clark. Like Clark is the one that he's like the most handsome one. Yeah, yeah. Like the rest look like kind of balding, shitty schlubs. <laughs> yeah, like shitty just schlubs. Shitty they schlubs. all look the same. Um. So his his method that 
he's pitching is the slow and steady method is to just kind of like slowly aggravate them. Gentle harassment. Gentle harassment. And you can tell that Betsy is not, not having any of this. And she stands up and she's like, and Clark, Clark isn't even there because he was supposed to lead the whole thing. And he doesn't even come to the whole thing. So he's just doesn't, he's like, fuck this. I'm not going go. And Bets just stands up and she's like, may I say something? And he's like, of course, of course. And she's like, is this okay with you guys? Like, slow and steady? Are you joking? And she basically, she has this whole speech about how basically the Emery's are like black mold growing on the neighborhood. And if, if once you see it, you can't get rid of it it's so it's late. like you have to it's too late and she's like oh all you housewives know how to how to handle mold and basically once you see mold it's too late you can't get it out so we cannot do slow and steady like we need to be super fast and aggressive to get rid of this problem basically yeah. as she's describing it and um she just looks crazed as all hell as she's speaking and the camera is right up to her face and her eyes like her beady little eyes are just so, <laughs> so wide, wide looking out and, and her just her eyes are super wide but she has this creepy smile the whole time she's just like female joker <laughs> she's crazy oh my god and, and she but, has the, the really disgusting part for me was when she's talking about her family lineage and how her that's great right. her great grandfather was like helped found california and like drilled for oil and she has like it really gives you a good look into her perspective and how warped it is from reality because she says that like you know uh when back then like our our fathers and forefathers were building the nation while they were just being nurse wives and working in the fields like they chose to be lazy and they chose those jobs not that they were forced to do it because they were literal slaves and had no other choice so she thinks that they were they're lazy compared to white people because white people built everything but it's on the backs of slavery you son of a bitch and she's like not willing to acknowledge that at all and she just has this fucked up version of what she thinks reality is and she's so justified in all the shit she says afterwards which is just super fucked up and again nobody here even recognizes the fact that the europeans stole the land from native americans native Native americans don't get any love whatsoever (laughs) again it's like oh it's like this country was founded by by white white europeans yeah, it's, it's like, like, no, it was stolen by white Europeans, you son one, of a bitch. Yes. One, it was stolen by white people, and then two, we enslaved other races yeah. to basically help us do our deed without having to dirty so our we, fingers. We, yeah, we could just get rich and do jack shit yeah. while we just whipped and murdered and raped every your culture, and that was it. Like, you son of a bitch. I can't believe it. So she has this horrific speech. and yes, then it's awful. She gets a standing ovation, and she's just standing there, like, just completely um, justified. I don't, it's perfect. It's, it's, I always think of Mr. Burns, where he says, let me bask in my own crapulence. Yes, <laughs> she, that's, that's her. That's, that's, what that's her. 
she's Mr. Burns in crapulence. Her <laughs> it's yeah. she just loves oh. it. She's like, mm, I'm so proud of myself for being a racist, <laughs> evil asshole. So that was that meeting, and um, yeah. And then after that, we see we see what uh, the husbands decide to do. The I final guess. shot of the episode, which yeah. uh yeah, we can't even say, but they burn certain words into the Emery's front lawn with gasoline, and it shows just a. Uh, top-down bird's-eye view of the entire lawn, and it's flaming, and then this, it's not really a song, it's kind of like a, I don't know, poetry, almost, the the end credits song. I don't know if you listened to the whole thing, but I actually made sure to stop that stupid next episode thing on Amazon and listen to the entire yeah. thing, and it's very oh. interesting. It's It's not a song, it's just kind of like, almost like slam poetry or something and it's very uh very empowering <laughs> song okay. yeah, so it's, it. it's worth checking out but it's uh they uh yeah it's it's really good they kind of uh i i can't even describe it because there's a lot of uh racial slurs in the song but it's it's really good yeah i remember turning down the volume because i'm like oh, i don't want my <laughs> i heard my... someone walking by my apartment where it was on i was like i immediately turned down the volume so i'm like yeah. oh, they're gonna think i'm a horrible racist because there's so much racism in it and there's and they're keeping true to the times where they will say the the actual words yeah. in it yeah and I'm just very concerned how loud I play these shows, which I think is why I didn't hear some of it because I was like, I have to turn it down. I know. At multiple parts. Like, there was, like, someone who, like, walked by during the part when, like, they confront him, they confront Henry on the roof, and they're, like, talking about his gorilla strength, and I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah, I turned down that part, too. Like, oh yeah, people. Are yeah. Anyways, it's um, if you're worried about that, maybe watch it with headphones. <laughs> Hide your shame. Hide it. Hide yeah. It. So it's it's a really it great show. So I think it's important to show, like stuff Just like how, this, where it's how like, bad they were treated. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, it, it, only, it only it helps our guilt to to like tone it down because obviously you know it's like we feel bad just for us by association and it's well it's the thing where it's like if you if you water down certain things it's like it's almost protecting white people yeah so it's like to what happened and it's super disrespectful yeah to what happened but it it does make it really hard to watch and to face up to what happened you know yeah and i think this show is doing a very good job of of you know, of showing the reality of, of racism in those times while also creating a fictional story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do, uh, yeah. It's, it's, they, they run that <sighs> line very well. And they just have enough sprinkling of the supernatural stuff that it kind of just keeps you off balance. But it's it generally, the main horror of the show is definitely the racism over the supernatural stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, That's another another fun, happy episode of them. It was probably <laughs> the lightest episode okay, somehow. So from here. Yeah, I well, if yeah. it the next episode is the episode that I think it is, it's gonna go real downhill next episode. <laughs> I think was, yeah, I think it I think okay. I thought it was gonna be this episode, but I think it's the next one. 
Yeah. Okay. This, yeah. Yeah. You'll, we'll just we'll just wait and see. We'll, we'll watch yeah. it. And come back next week for another exciting episode of Casual oh. Creeps. Excellent. All right. See you guys next week. Bye bye. <laughs> All right, podcast's over.